I've been praying all week and last week, and I've been asking the Father. I've been seeking heaven. I've been knocking on the door, and I've just been intently and patiently waiting for his voice to speak. You want to make sure that you never rush God. You want to make sure you never get into a position to where you are trying to control, finesse, or force him. There's a beauty in the wait. There's such a peace and a resolve. And I believe there's such a greater reward and effects when we wait on the Lord. Scripture says, they who wait on him shall mount up like eagles. That's a strength. That's a newness. That's a, 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 a fierceness, a ferociousness. It's velocity, a new level, new heights, new dimensions. There's beauty in the wait. Now that was free. That has nothing to do with what I'm going to be talking about the subject content for this specific episode, but I felt the need to say that. What I kept hearing to present was that there needed to be such a return back to the house of God. There needed to be a return to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And it's a different kind of returning than in 2020. It's even a different kind of turning, returning that is in 2021. This is something that's propelling us for what's ahead is what I'm sensing. And what I hear the Father requesting and asking of us is that we would honor him by his name that is called, I am the jealous God. I kept hearing that. I kept hearing the word Quana, which means jealous. And Yahweh introduces himself to Israel as the jealous God in scripture. He is telling them, you shall not bow down to them or serve them. That's false gods. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. And if you continue to read, this is Exodus chapter 20. It's talking about how God will extend mercy to thousands. So when we love him, we obey him, we don't hate him. But let me talk about this word quana or this word jealousy in relation to God in relation to us. I'll start with us first. We're called a royal priesthood, a holy nation. That means to be set apart. The word for God jealous means that God is set apart. We have to hollow him. It's above honor. So respect, honor goes above respect and hollowing goes above honor. We have to hollow the father. We have to set the father apart. He taught us this in the days of creation, the seventh day. He caused us to remember it be right before Israel escaped Egypt and entered into the wilderness. He reminded them that he is the jealous God. He is the God who causes sanctification. He is the God who sanctifies this day, a Sabbath, to be commemorated for ages and ages and ages. That's a part of hollowing. It's a part of jealousy. Of course, you know, we use that word. We think it's negative. It does have a very negative connotation. It is actually a fruit of the flesh and also demonic entities are released with jealousy. 
but there is a righteousness about jealousy that God himself, it's in his character nature. And when he calls us holy nation, royal priesthood, intercessors sent into the earth, he's giving us his attribute, his name. He's given us that name that we are also set apart. So what I'm sensing and what I'm saying is we got to get back to a place of hallowing the father. So we went back to a place of at firsts. We realized there needed to be great repentance. We went back to a place of at first doing the first works, serving others, loving others, giving, going low. Those of us who were obedient to that. Obedience, also one of them. But we're entering into this newness, this new season where I sense the Father is saying, I'm requiring you to hollow me. I'm requiring you to set me apart. I'm requiring you to live a life that is set apart. Because one of the things I prophesied about this decade was there would be a great distinguishing and setting apart by the Father himself, where he will call and appoint sons before everybody. So it's behind the closed closed doors. It's in the secret places where the Father's refining us, just as with Yeshua in the wilderness where Holy Spirit led him there, refining Yeshua in the days before Yeshua's ministry began, refining Yeshua as a child, refining him until that age and that day where he set foot for his ministry. And the father pulled back the clouds from heaven and the voice came out. This is my son in whom I am well, uh, excuse me. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. That is being set apart. That is being identified and distinguished. So there is another aspect of jealousy that's related to God. And God is the only true living God. If you go back to scripture in Exodus 20, where I read chapter 20, verse 5, about him being the jealous God, an attribute of him is jealousy. He's releasing the commandments through Moses. And the first commandment is, you shall have no other gods before me, for I am the Lord your God. Hallow me. Wow. Father, I ask right now that you would restore holiness in your house. And Father, your doors are wide open. Those who choose to enter in, those who choose to stay, those who choose to come with you and have a habitation and to rest and pitch a tent in your house, Father, I thank you that you're releasing over us a newness of holiness, that you are restoring a right spirit in us, creating in us clean and new hearts. Father God, so that we can see you. Scripture says the pure in heart see God. I believe God wants to show us some mighty great things. And that scripture, Jeremiah 33, 3. But we have to get right first. We have to be pure first. So Father, I'm asking you as David did, wash up as with the hyssop branch. Father God, clean us, purify us, make us right before you. Because what you have placed before us, the present, 
That's what I just saw. God wants to give us a present, not in relation to time, a gift. The gift, the present that he's placed before us is so weighty. It's more beautiful than choice gold and silver. But God is saying, I will not have you tarnish this present. So, Father God, I'm asking that you would wash us clean inside and out. We don't want to be whitewashed tombs, Father. It's time out for that. That's why we had to go back and repent, because many of us were living hypocritical lives. Many of us were living lives of forms of godliness and not having the spirit of God truly represented in us. So, Father, I pray right now that this holiness, this wave of holiness that you are ushering in in this season, Father God, there will be a distinguishing amongst your sons and daughters of a good, right, moral character of life in the spirit. That's what will set us apart, life in the spirit. Father God, where we're doing the stuff, Yeshua, you told them in Luke 17, the kingdom of God does not come through observation, but the kingdom of God is in you. I say to you, listeners and sons and daughters, let the spirit of God out in you. Let the spirit of God speak to your spirit man and your spirit man rule your body. Father, bring us into a new dimension of spirit to spirit interaction. Bring us into a new dimension of spirit, Father. Teach us things that we don't know yet about the spirit. Isaiah 45, verse 6, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its sitting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord and there is no other. Jealousy is also related to that. He's the one. He's the only God. He is the preeminent one. That means he's our first choice, our first love, above, supreme, everything else. Spouses. Now, that's tough for many of you all. Children, also tough. Jobs, also tough. All this stuff and all these things, we ourselves, the selfishness, arrogance, and pride, that's what got Satan kicked out. Pride goes before fall. We place ourselves, when we, when we act in pride and arrogance, above God. Father, I choose this day to hollow you. And Father, I solemnly ask that those who are listening and those who are entered and who have entered and who will enter into your house where your doors are wide open, where you've caused there to be an invitation for habitation, I thank you, Father God, that we will hollow who you are. We will truly set you apart behind closed doors in our hearts, in society, in communities, Father God. We don't want any more whitewashed tombs. We don't want any more playtime. We are a holy nation, royal priests. We're a holy people who are set apart for a purpose. I want to close you with this. I've mentioned this several times throughout my teachings since last year. Remember I just mentioned a couple of minutes ago about the present I saw God giving us as I was speaking and praying? It's reminiscent of in the book of Joshua. A present was given to them or placed before them, and they had a choice. They could receive the present 
and it be for their benefit. But the precursor and the requirement, the prerequisite for that was they had to be clean. They had to be set apart. They had to be holy and they had to hollow God. When they did not, which it happened one time, the sin of Achan, many of us have heard the story. We know that story, so I won't go into detail. When there was sin found and God was not hollowed, but a treasure, a thing, gold, silver, disobedience, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life was honored, was hollowed before God. They lost and some of Israel died and perished and they didn't get the present in that battle. But when they remembered to hollow Father, to hollow God, to hollow Yahweh, and they humbled themselves and they dealt with the iniquity in the house. God accepted and received them and he restored them and they went out and they were ever victorious receiving their present. I pray that you will go forward in holiness and receive your present. We're coming into a time like Phineas. Mark that down. Where we are going to have to be so distinguished and so set apart and so zealous for the father. That's another word for quana and jealousy. The zeal of the Lord will do this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will make this happen. Phineas was a zealous man. In fact, uh, Phineas, comma, the zealot is what he's called because he hollowed the father. He understood sanctity among the house, the community, the group and the people. And what one little piece of leaven could do to the entire bunch. And if you know anything about the story of Phineas and what he executed, now many of us see that as bloodshed. I am not telling you to go out here and shed any blood. We don't do that anymore. But what I want you to see it as is he warred against what was warring against the first place amongst Israel. And that's what we must do. Whatever is warring against in opposition against the preeminent one, the first place, the first thing, the first love, the first, the ancient of days, the uh, uh, God who was, is, and is to come, the God of time, El Olam, the everlasting God, whatever is opposing that in our lives with this new level of holiness, this new expectation of holiness we're coming into, expect God to look for us to act like Phineas and to war, not just for his honor, but to do war and do spiritual warfare to hollow his name. Blessings.